Hey everybody, it's Angela, the blah, blah, blah. Just, um, I have a couple things I want to talk about, but this one segment, I just want to, I'm very, uh, frustrated with the fact that I have lifelong friends that I talk to often enough, but it's like they don't, they don't know the new me, I guess, and they don't really want to see the new me, and it's not really... I don't know. Maybe it's just because we only talk so so few and far between. Maybe it seems like I haven't changed. But I feel like I've changed a lot. And I don't really know how to express that to this person. And just say, look, you know, you, your facts are not right. You don't have to lecture me about shit that doesn't have any bearings on my life right now. Like, at all. And I feel like that if it was the case, if that really was the case and I just was too too in my fishbowl to see it then everyone else would say something too and she's the only one that's still stuck on that shit from the past and I don't know I know she means well I know she loves me but it's very frustrating very very frustrating so I don't really know I mean I don't really know how to broach the subject with her because it really I thought that we were past this and then like we'll be like hours into a conversation and then she'll just blow it say something that blows blows everything out of the water and I'm just like wait <laughs> like no 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 that's not how it is like at all I mean it used to be but I've progressed past that I, I don't know maybe I haven't maybe she's right I don't know but I I feel like that I've made a lot of changes I feel like I've made a lot of changes I feel like I don't play the victim anymore that um and that's kind of essentially what she's saying that you know I can talk the talk but I don't walk the walk which is absolutely not true maybe every once in a while yeah I get down and feel sorry for myself but doesn't everyone I mean like am I not allowed to have a moment it's not a whole lifestyle though like like I mean whenever things happen like okay for instance my car broke down today again (laughs) and And it was doing the same thing that it's always that it's been doing. So yeah, I got a little frustrated because I it just got fixed. Like it hasn't even been what three weeks. <coughs> so I mean, I'm a little upset about that. Yes, I'm a little upset about that. But I mean, that's just and being stranded on the side of the road. Really, what gets me is that I don't ever have anyone to call. Like I feel like you know, like you like okay. So normally I would call my dad. Or I would call a boyfriend or a husband or, you know, somebody like that. And not having any of those things anymore, like, I just, I mean, I'm sure there's probably people I could call, but I feel like such a burden already that I don't. I don't make that call because I'm just at a loss, you know, like, I just, it just, it sends my abandonment issues into overdrive, and I mean, and I'm aware of that, and I'm dealing with that. I don't dwell on it, though. I'm just, I'm just trying to find a solution and handle that. But, I don't know, I guess she's known me pretty much my whole life. And, yeah, I'll, I'll be the first one to say I played a victim for a long time about everything. Yeah, I really, really did. But it's been so long since I've done that. I mean, and even even in my addiction, it wasn't, it wasn't even a factor there towards the end. But it's damn sure not a factor now. So, I don't know. I don't know. There was... <laughs> I guess I'll just leave it at that, and it'll just be one of life's mysteries. I don't know. I'll have to figure out some way to talk to her about it, because it really does bug me, because I know she means well, and I hate to be irritated to the point of not wanting to talk to her, but... So, the other thing I want to talk about is 
you know, when you're back in your hometown, <laughs> so many things go through your head when you're just cruising around the old neighborhoods and, and seeing old friends and stuff like, you know, so many things like that. What, what might have been if things had gone so different, you know? And it's a happy, sad kind of thing. Like, I love that I know my way around here, <laughs> mostly. Um, I love that I can go see old friends and that I still talk to so many people, so many people that I've known my whole entire life. Like, I love that because, you know, y'all have heard me say, once you're in my life, you pretty much got to kill somebody to get out of it. I mean, that's just what it is. But, you know, um, my birthday... After my birthday happened, my um, high school boyfriend and I had the same birthday. And I sent him a text message and told him happy birthday. And it was like a day or two later, and he sent me back, oh, thanks for remembering. He And he, this is the first time since we were 16 years old that he didn't tell me happy birthday back. Like, with the exception of last year because I wasn't here. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so... I feel like that I did reach out to him again, like, what's going on with you? Seems like you need a friend, you know, talk to me or whatever. He hasn't responded. I just sent it, though, like, earlier today. <clears throat> but, you know, like, I sometimes wonder what would have happened if I would have married him or if I would have still been married to my ex-husband or, you know, if if my mom wouldn't have died or if... My brother wouldn't have died or my daughter or any number of people. I still had all these people in my life. You know, what would my life be like right now? And I know it's probably, um, probably not, what's the word I'm looking for? It's probably a moot point to, to think that way. But I mean, it's not like I think about it and just like, oh, I'm stuck in the what ifs or whatever. I just like to daydream about, you know, things were different sometimes I know they're not going to change I know that that everything happened exactly the way God planned it to and you know but every once in a while it's just nice to kind of think you know what if I had stopped doing drugs when everyone else did in high school or you know what if I had married Taylor's biological father what if I had done so many other things like so many other things but I didn't and here we are (laughs) um like I said it's just a nice little reminder of how far I've come and don't get me wrong I don't mind my life right now I really don't I mean there's a few parts that could be better but I'm alive I'm healthy I'm taken care of I'm I'm I got a roof over my head I've got food on the table I've got a car I've got you know my son is working I'm trying to work you know I'm able to work so I mean my dog I got two healthy dogs I mean I just you know I have a lot of blessings so I can't really complain and I'm not going to but you know, it just makes me sad sometimes when I think about the high school boyfriend because the road that he's on is serious in his alcohol addiction and it's it's really bad and I it breaks my heart to watch it go down and not know know that I can't do anything about it, you know. It's been like that for years and I've been telling him for years that I can't you know, I'm always here for you but I can't sit and back and just watch you killing yourself slowly with this and not you know, try to do something, and he's not receptive, so, you know, it is what it is, I just have to pray for him, and hope for the best, I guess, um, the other thing that I made a note of that I want to talk about was, you know, that it wasn't easy being my kid growing up, like, I guess for a lot of Taylor's life, she felt like that, 
I don't know, maybe like we were in competition or something because all of her male friends, you know, once they reached a certain age, all wanted to come over the house to see me. And, you know, and I've kicked a few of them out of my kitchen and said, look, who are you here to see? Because you're, you're, you're not here to see me. You're a 14-year-old child. And if you're not, you're not here to see Taylor, then you need to go the hell home. Like, you're not going to do that. So, and one good thing is that I've always been resourceful. Like, I've always been able to make stuff happen out of nothing. But at the same time, you know, if I had been, if I hadn't been in my addiction, then maybe I wouldn't have had to do that. But, but Daniel gets that for me. He can do the same thing. You know, we can find, we can find work out of nothing usually. And, um, you'll have to excuse my dogs. This is the time they always pick to want to play. Um, but you know, it's just, it wasn't easy being my kid. I mean, I'm sure of that because I will admit, I will definitely admit that there were more times than not that I would get lost and try to be with some guy and then whenever it wouldn't work or it would work for a while and then it wouldn't, you know, I would be devastated and my kids would pretty much have to pull me back from the brink of depression and stuff over some guy, some man, you know. Um, I was always in a relationship, though, and usually they were toxic as hell. And so, you know, you know how that plays out. Um, I don't know. It's just, I just know that it wasn't easy being my kid. Like, I feel like I raised all half of the neighborhood, but all of those kids see me differently than my kids did, probably, because they didn't live with me. And they only knew me as the mom who, you know, who where they could crash, where and they would always get fed, and so on and so forth but they didn't live with me day to day they didn't get screamed at for you know nothing or for dumb shit or because I was at a dope or whatever and you know it just I don't know it just I just know it wasn't easy being being my child um but on the one hand I feel like it made both of my kids pretty resilient to the fact where they could take care of themselves Taylor for sure has always taken care of herself from day one that they the minute she could work she did and, you know, so, um, I don't know. I just wish, I just wish she was here. There's been, I've talked to a lot of people lately about her and one of my friend's daughters just passed away uh, unexpectedly in her sleep and she was only 18. And so that stirred up a lot of things for me, but I'm just trying to figure out the best way that I can be there for my friend, you know, and, and even though I've gone through the loss of a child I don't know what to say to her no one does no one knows what to say to anybody in that situation you just can be here and you know listen and make sure that they know that you're there for them no matter what that's all I can do so that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go to her funeral but I'm not I'm probably not gonna sit in the front for sure but I'm definitely gonna go pay my respects because she's my friend and she needs all her friends at this time. I mean, so I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about that. Um, anyways, I'm going to go for now, but I'll talk to you soon. I love you all for listening.